0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of the 27th Ballplayer Podcast. And, for the first time ever, we've actually done three straight weeks. It only took us a year, but we're finally uploading stuff weekly. And, unlike normally, we actually have someone else on here so you don't have to just listen to me ramble for a half an hour straight. So, let me uh, introduce him real quick. He's a good friend of mine. His name's Jose... He's a huge Dodgers fan, and he annoys me so much about how rich the Dodgers are right now.
1: And <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You got to see them beat the. You got to see the Red Sox beat them in 2018. It's okay. man.
0: Yeah, that's like so, that's going to be six years ago. That's too long. Meanwhile, we okay. got the Dodgers. They're going out there. They sign Yamamoto. They sign Otani. They get Glasnow. <sighs> You're just
1: and and you got Kershaw waiting to be that fifth starter.
0: Yeah, that's if you guys finally sign him. He will be signed. You think so?
1: Yeah, he'll be signed around February, and then he'll come back around July.
0: Well, you think he's just sitting at home? What? What is it? He lives in Texas, right? Or does he have a house in yeah. California too?
1: Well, he he probably does. I assume he lives in both places. Yeah. Like during the season, I assume he lives in LA. I and then the off season, probably Texas.
0: Because what is it? Then you guys also have Walker Bueller, right? Walker or is, Bueller, or is he hurt? Yes,
1: he's coming back this year. And uh, we we also got uh, Dustin Dustin May wait in the waiting,
0: recovering as well. Yeah, you guys, it's ridiculous how much pitching you guys have. If everyone comes back healthy, then you also got Bobby yeah. Miller. I don't even remember who this guy is.
1: Oh, Bobby Miller was, like, one of the top-ranked uh, pitching prospects we had. He kind of was forced to become the, the number two pitcher last year just because of all the injuries. Yeah, what is
0: it? Yeah, look, looking at this, he's 24 years old, and he's he already pitched better than almost everyone in the Red Sox rotation last year. That's Actually, sad. Sure. You know, he,
1: got, huh? he got playoff experience, too, last year, even though he lost.
0: Ugh, look, at, It's funny, though, because, I mean, you look at it, and you see a player like that, and you just say, man, those stats alone, they're better than anything the Sox rotation put up. Man. You guys man, what got a
1: at Blake Snell?
0: No. I don't want Blake Snell. <laughs> Screw Snell. Oh Blake Snell? No. What no. well,
1: the Red Sox going to get now that Yamamoto's a Dodger?
0: I don't know. I probably They're probably going to get jordan montgomery they're probably going to give him like seven years because they got to overpay now and then we're going to have the corpse of chris sale unless he can stay healthy we're going to have Bayo, who i'm actually excited for because hopefully he can make another step forward maybe cutter crawford who personally i enjoy but is he going to be a starter or a reliever who knows all i know is is that we need to bring in two starters and the options aren't that good that sucks unfortunately <laughs> coming from the guy who has been saying for how many years now that you guys were going to get otani like six years yeah did you see uh yeah. how they're treating him like an actual like superstar now like that he's out of uh no longer with the angels
1: yeah it's funny because he was only an hour away
0: mm. Was, I saw someone comment on a uh, Twitter the other on, yeah today's Friday last night on when he was a uh, Thursday night football, <laughs> and they were giving him like a Rams jersey and everything. Everyone's just like, man, it's almost as if he never played in Los Angeles before.
1: Yes, but he he was only an hour away. But did you did you see that the Rams actually tweeted a picture with the with the Yamamoto jersey already ready?
0: No, I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> did they, yeah really? they
1: they tweeted it. Right before the game, so they already knew Yamamoto was coming before it was announced.
0: Ah, uh, that's a little bit disappointing, though. I guess
1: the original reports, I guess, were true that he was supposed to be there with Dotani.
0: They were probably planning to make the announcement at the uh, stadium, then.
1: Yeah, because they had the jersey
0: ready. Could you imagine that? Just halftime, just <laughs> have him walk out onto the field and just have the jersey.
1: Yeah, but it's just Thursday night football. If it was a Monday night, I feel like they probably would have gone through with it.
0: All right, so here, here's my conspiracy theory now. Yes. No one told Yamamoto that Thursday night football isn't big. So when he heard Thursday night football, he thought it was like Monday night football. And so that's why he originally planned to go. And then someone told him, maybe Otani, that Thursday night football isn't that big of a deal in America. And so he he was like, I'll just stay at home instead.
1: Yeah. Got to get that leverage. Got to get get a couple. Got to get that extra 25 mil.
0: Was, was it? I was reading uh, Yamamoto. Uh, the Mets offered him the contract first. They gave him 12 years, 325. And I guess he called the Dodgers and he said, This is the Mets' offer. Can you top that or at least uh, meet it? And the Dodgers said, Sure, we'll do 12 at 325. And. Uh, <laughs> He didn't even call back the Mets to tell them that uh, the Dodgers met their offer.
1: Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure the decision had been made for a
0: while. Yeah, was it? I was reading someone said that in interviews, like, years ago. He said he always wanted to play, like, for the Dodgers or something like that, or at least in Los Angeles.
1: Well, it makes sense. It's closer to Japan. The Dodgers have a rich history of Japanese players. Yeah, but
0: I mean, with the whole uh, closer to Japan thing, it's not like during the season he's going to, you know, get on an airplane and go to Japan on an off day, because by the time he gets there, he's going to come back.
1: Yeah, but maybe he wants his family members to be able to see his games.
0: Yeah, I guess. Now, the real question is, if uh, Roki Sasaki is a free agent next year, Dodger's going to throw another, uh, like, 300 plus million at him?
1: I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure he's going to come cheap, like Otani did when he originally came to the U.S. Because uh,
0: oh, he, yeah, he didn't no, serve right, like right. I, I keep forgetting about that.
1: Yeah, because Otani came cheap as well to the Angels the first time.
0: Yeah, I guess that's because uh, what was it? There was uh, something with the new international postings for all that. Where I guess because Otani didn't have so many professional years in Japan. Under his belt, he was technically signed as, like, an international, like, free agent, like, prospect, or I forget the exact wording of it, but pretty much where he got league minimum, like, his first year.
1: Yeah. That's why he had a tour basically the entire league, because everybody could
0: afford him. Yeah. Yeah. And again, Red Sox don't spend to bring him in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. it is what it is, though. You know, yeah,
1: but maybe the maybe the Red Sox are gonna start having to work like a a small a, a small market team, and they're gonna have to build the farm up.
0: Yeah, they're already playing like a small market team, only without the success.
1: Well, you never
0: know. You know, the Red Sox say we're gonna go thr- full throttle, and what do they do? They spend so far one million dollars on a free agent reliever. You guys go and get a. Uh, What's his name? Yamamoto last night and the Sox. You know what their response to that was? What? We signed a player too. I can't find his name right now, so give me a second, but we signed a guy. (laughs) Where are you? What is your name? I know someone made a joke about it because it's crazy. Uh. A second, I'm gonna find it, I promise. But well, I'm certain. Oh, here we go. (laughs) The Sox responded at 10 o'clock this morning by signing catcher Mark Kulisvari to a minor league contract. That's sad. Yeah, you got you guys get Yamamoto, and we get a, a guy whose last name sounds like Czechoslovakia. yeah he, he, according to this, he played in the majors in twenty twenty two for the Reds. I think it was like ten games, and then last year was split and trip away between the o's and the twins. damn,
1: hey at least you're not like the Mets who uh, offer the money, but nobody wants wants their money anyway,
0: yeah, I guess eh,
1: maybe if the Red sox and uh, the Mets traded ownership, maybe that that could build a good team.
0: Yeah, because what's his name? Uh, Steve Cohen. He's just like, who cares about uh, who's getting the money? Just throw it at all of them.
1: Yeah, but nobody wants to go
0: play second fiddle to the Yankees. Mm. Well, I mean, is it really playing second fiddle to the Yankees at this point? Because the Mets are uh, bringing people in more than the Yankees. I mean, you know, they got Juan Soto, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, but... uh... There's still the tradition like do you really want to play in your city's b team because uh there was a report that yamamoto did not he played in like the the second team of uh his city or something in japan and and he didn't want to do that again
0: Uh, so would you say the mets are like uh would would you say the mets and like the angels are the equivalent to like the clippers and the chargers
1: Basically, but uh, for the for the Angels, it's it's worse than it is for the Mets because the Mets actually have some fans. Because the whole reason the Mets were born is they were supposed to absorb both the Giants and the Dodgers fans after they, they both teams left to California, which is why uh, the Mets colors are are blue and orange to represent those two teams that left New York.
0: Yeah, I I kind of feel bad for the Mets because uh, my aunt is like a fan of them. She lives up in uh, like the Jamestown, New York area. <laughs> so she's like a Damn. Buffalo Bills fan and like a New York Mets fan. So uh it's been a while <laughs> for her.
1: Damn. And aren't the Blue Jays closer to her than the Mets?
0: I don't even know at this like technically probably, but I don't know. Yeah, she nobody, always said nope. uh she grew up a Mets fan. But, like, when she'd go to watch baseball, like, her and her husband would go to, like, Pittsburgh. Like, they'd take, like, a weekend trip down there.
1: Damn, the, like, poor Mets.
0: So, who's the next guy the Dodgers are going to absorb into that uh, roster? I know they want Josh Hader, or at least they were looking at him, and then, uh...
1: I mean, they they can still afford them. The Dodgers only have the third the third highest payroll in the league right now.
0: Yeah, I know. What was can, it? Another player that they were looking at for a trade was um, what is it? The closer for the Guardians.
1: Who I'm not
0: this? sure. They still,
1: huh? The Dodgers still need an outfielder, though.
0: Do they really? Why? <laughs> Let's look at what their current outfield is. You got Chris Taylor and left. Mookie's playing second base. Yeah, I, what was it they said? He's moving full time to second. Yeah. Oh, you guys got a manual Margot. You're you're good. You've got a right fielder slash center fielder. Mm. I wish it was a Rosarina instead. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you guys don't need any more stars. I mean, he's not. What's his name? Uh, Margot isn't exactly like amazing, but he's not bad. I mean. Last year in Tampa, he played 99 games, hit 264. So he's not exactly, you know, he's serviceable. He's better than putting, like, Jason Hayward out there every day. Well, actually, never mind. He had a better season than him last year. Hayward. Yeah. I I keep forgetting that Hayward bounced back because the Dodgers lab did their magic on him.
1: Yeah, but the Dodgers also, I feel like they need a uh, a starting left-hander because it's all right-handers
0: right now. You're talking about on the lineup or the rotation? The rotation. And you got uh, Ryan Yarbrow or however you say his name, who's probably going to get cut from the team.
1: Exactly, because the only left-hander in the starting rotation would be Kershaw, but he's not even
0: playing yet. Well, you haven't even signed Kershaw yet. But he'll come. I forgot, I didn't even remember you guys trading for, uh, Yabrow. Yabrow, however his name is. Yes. Who the heck is Emmett Shahan? Is he, like, related to Ed Sheeran or something?
1: I'm not sure, but, uh, but he's supposed to be very good.
0: Hmm. Another young 24-year-old kid.
1: Yes,
0: i'm just jealous of your like pitching depth and then you look at the red sox and we we haven't been able to develop a single like pitcher besides Bayo.
1: and this is with a bunch of stuff going wrong
0: oh so it always seems like the Did dodgers you- just always have like these random pitchers that they end up like turning into stars
1: Like you gotta, you gotta remember. May is hurt. Bueller was hurt. Bauer got suspended and then found innocent, but he's in Japan now.
0: Yeah, like, isn't he a free agent? So if he comes back, do the Dodgers technically have to pay him, or is like the contract no, voided?
1: No, the Dodgers already paid him. They didn't want to deal with the controversy. They, they just signed the check. They signed the check, and he's gone.
0: Oh, really? come I, I assume it was something like, you know, because of the charges, the money just got, like, put in, like, a hiatus that if Bauer ever returns, then he gets paid, but it was under the assumption he would never come back.
1: Yeah, no, because uh, he was only, they were only able to suspend him for, like, I believe, uh, half a season, and he got to, after the advertition. Hmm. And once the the arbitrator uh, unsuspended him, the Dodgers just cut him loose. But nobody in the nobody wanted to deal with the controversy, so he just started playing in Japan.
0: You think there's any shot he comes back? You think a team takes on that uh, that headache?
1: I mean, would you want the Red Sox to?
0: Honestly, the, no.
1: Because <laughs> the, the Chargers were dropped.
0: I I just don't. I wouldn't want him on the Red Sox. Just even if he has been like found innocent and all that it's just there's going to be a circus that's going to follow it not just because of that but just how he is you know he's he's like a nutcase yes he openly admitted one year that he was cheating because he knew mlb was going to do nothing about it like he put videos out there showing like the sticky stuff like he was making and using and all that
1: the spider tag yeah I could but. see a team like the Angels signing him.
0: Yeah, I would I would laugh if he goes to, like, a team like Pittsburgh or just, like, some random team that just needs a pitcher.
1: Yeah, because he's still a good pitcher.
0: Yeah, I mean, right. I'd say he's probably a number three. I think he definitely got overpaid by the Dodgers just because, you know, he was using the spider tack at the time. Yeah,
1: yeah but, like, that's the reason the Dodgers had to build their lineup because look who they lost. He... He got suspended. Urias, Urias also. Urias is is gone forever as well. That's two pitchers down.
0: Is he? Wait, A- he's gone forever.
1: Basically, he got he got caught beating his wife.
0: Oh, that's right. I, I'm not gonna lie. I keep forgetting all this stuff happens. Like you, the Dodgers. I swear, despite all their depth, you guys have been like cursed with like your starting pitching as well.
1: Yeah, I know. That's why they they had to do this. That's why they had to do this. Because look how many pictures were lost. May is hurt, and you also got the cat. The cat's also hurt.
0: Wasn't Uri? How do you say Urias? Urias. 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 I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. Let's call him Julio. It's easier. Yeah. Wasn't a Julio gonna be like a free agent too? Like get a huge contract?
1: Yeah, he was.
0: He blew it. Oh yeah, it says right here, 2023, end of his time with the Dodgers. Uh he went on the injured list in mid-May because of a hamstring and was out until July 1st. He made 21 starts in 2023, and on September 6th, he got placed on administrative leave in response to his arrest in a domestic violence case. Huh. Yeah. Wait, that's not even the first time either?
1: No, the first time, no, the first time, maybe he was. Uh, he supposedly pushed his wife in a parking lot, but then uh, they realized they couldn't really charge him for that because the wife said uh, that uh, he, that it, that he didn't push her that hard; she just fell or something.
0: Well, so, I like, mean, if I, I had to make a think, guess, by the fact that he did it a second time, she was probably scared yeah, for herself.
1: Yeah, but like the first time, they couldn't really do a thing. The second time, it was pretty obvious what had yeah.
0: happened. But
1: well, uh that, that would, it, that's two pitchers down and then cat
0: Well, if cats I know any then, organization that takes a chance on domestic abusers, it's the Yankees. They had Chapman, they had uh Domingo Herman, that's two. Let's see if they can complete the trifecta. Have them sign Julio or Trevor Bauer, one of the two. Yeah, but but uh,
1: Kershaw last year was supposed to be our number three or number four pitcher, and he ended up being the number one pitcher in the playoffs, and that's why the Dodgers got embarrassed.
0: Did he even pitch in the playoffs? Oh yeah, that's right. He got destroyed yeah, he, that game.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't even he he was supposed to be the number three or number four guy because I remember Orias did opening day.
0: Wasn't uh Kershaw also like pretty much running on empty on that playoff start too? Yeah, yeah, he had to have surgery
1: on his on his shoulder.
0: Yeah already heard
1: and this is what and this is what ended up happening they got shohei they traded for glanzo and now they got yamamoto all because the four pitchers were lost over the last year and a half i
0: don't know it's uh it's just funny well it's not funny but you know what the dodgers are literally the uh 2020s version of the yankees from the 90s
1: yeah, whenever a part falls or breaks, you got to replace it asap.
0: Not even that. I mean, they just go out and they're just like, "Hey, here's all this money." Yeah. What is it? Otani oh, was what seven hundred million or something like that. Yeah, but only two
1: million this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you do realize though that uh, like Hal Steinbrenner and like other big market teams are now gonna like not work with the Dodgers at the next uh, CBA negotiations. Man. Like they you can, do realize they they're all tr- now gonna like fight to make sure that teams can't defer that much money on a contract each
1: year. Well, yes, but they're still gonna have to be on the Dodgers side when it becomes big market against small market.
0: Oh, definitely. But there's no doubt in my mind that they are definitely gonna push on that and they're gonna be like, Listen, you guys want something from this? We're 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 all agreeing you can't defer money anymore like you did with Otani.
1: Yes, and didn't you hear the Yamamoto contract is going to be pretty backloaded as well? Is it really not deferred, but backloaded? Yes.
0: So my question then is: Do you agree that like these next five years are a win or bust for the Dodgers? Because I mean, that Otani deal is going to be awful those last few years.
1: Well, yes, but uh, I expect well, th- I expect three things out of it. The Dodgers are basically team Japan, so they're going to make a lot of money both in LA, Japan, all over the country. Like they're, they'll make the money back, and uh, I expect the luxury tax to. Uh, I, I expect the luxury tax threshold to be to keep rising every year because money gets def- deflation. I mean, inflation will continue, so the money is going to be worth less every year. And I assume, and the cap or whatever they install is going to be raised every year as well. So I don't think the hit's going to be that much. Ten years from
0: now. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, would say say in these next ten years, the Dodgers only win two World Series. Is that a failure? That's a failure.
1: Yeah, that's a failure.
0: Yeah? So how how many do they realistically have to win for this to be a success? Six? Six out of the next ten?
1: They got to win three of the next seven.
0: Three of the next seven? Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You think they'll pull a Yankees and uh, win four in a row? Make everyone in the U.S. hate them?
1: Eh, I mean, it's possible, but they need uh, they would need to get all the all the hurt guys back.
0: Yeah, I guess. But uh, <laughs> fair warning, though, you do realize if you if you, you and the Dodgers and all of them, you know, you guys, I say you guys, it's just out of habit, but you know what I mean, but. If the Dodgers lose in the playoffs, like, to an 86-win team again, you know those jokes are not going to end.
1: Yeah, but it's it's worth it, though. Like, you can't complain when the ownership is still trying to win, regardless of what happens.
0: Well, you say that, but I mean, you throw a billion dollars at two players, and if you can't even, like, make it out of the first round of the playoffs, like... Aren't you worried, like, they'll become, like, the laughingstocks? Eh.
1: Not really, because I've already dealt with a lot, a lot through my childhood of the Dodgers just sucking, so, eh.
0: So, what would you do if they went and signed, like, Snell?
1: I don't think they will, but
0: it will be whatever, because
1: they don't need Snell at this
0: point. Yeah, I... Well, because you were saying they need a lefty, so I I don't think they would get Snell, but what would you do if they went and they were like, here's a seven-year deal, $200 because I know Snell wants to uh, stay on the West Coast.
1: I mean, why not? But, like, I, I assume if they go for Snell, they'd do a a, a low-year high average with him. Yeah. Because that's he- how the Dodgers normally operate, or that's how they they normally would offer contracts because that's how they try to get Bryce Harper. They tried to offer him like sixty million a year for like four years, I believe.
0: But, uh... What is it? Looking at... You guys definitely need to get a shortstop, though.
1: Yeah. Captain Lux will be good.
0: Oh, yeah, I keep... A, 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 short,
1: a shortstop will be a luxury. Yes, but like... It's not really... Because
0: right now it says like your shortstops are uh, Chris Taylor... And Miguel Rojas, man, yeah.
1: that's what they were last year. And we still got a hundred wins with a bunch with a bunch of uh, fill-in parts.
0: Well, didn't you guys also had a uh, Hernandez come back from us?
1: Yeah, no, and I assume he's coming back for another year just to be on the bench.
0: You think they bring him back? What, like a late January, early February signing?
1: Yeah, i will bring
0: them. He he helps the chemistry. But I mean, like that top no. three in your lineup—that's just that's so fearsome. But then after that, no, I wouldn't have- like kind of. Well, I'd say maybe you guys are like four deep, and then it kind of drops off to like average, in a sense.
1: No, I heard I heard they're going to try to get Jock Peterson back.
0: Yeah, but is he really worth it? What did he put up last year?
1: He knows how to get hits in the playoffs. That's what matters. Nice platoon guy, deep ball.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, would you bring him back, like, as a platoon? Because I don't think he he's really a starter at this point.
1: No, but, like, the whole reason he didn't stay was because he believed he was a starter. But then all the other teams he went to ended up using them as a platoon guy. So I don't see why he doesn't come back to be a platoon guy.
0: Yeah. Well, what was it? He was a starter was it 2019 for you and then kind of 2021 i guess for chicago and atlanta and then he started in 22 with the giants really it was just last year i guess he still played 121 games though
1: yeah but that's the giants though
0: yeah i remember back what year was it 2014 When the Red Sox were looking to move John Lester, there was a lot of talk that he was going to go to Los Angeles because the Dodgers wanted him. And I kept saying, like, in any deal to the Dodgers, we had to get Jock Peterson, like, get him back coming to the Red Sox in the trade. Well, like, he was one of the few prospects the Dodgers would not include in any trade talks for uh, John Lester.
1: Yeah, I believe it was him and Corey Seager that would not be included.
0: Yeah, I believe it. So then we ended up trading him to Oakland for Cespedes. We then turned into Rick Porcello, the 2016 Cy Young winner, Rick Porcello, who, don't ask me how he won a Cy Young award. Mm. It just Mm.
1: happens.
0: Huh?
1: It it just happens sometimes.
0: Yeah. Sometimes, uh... To quote... To quote Dennis Eckler... I can never say his last name. To quote Eck, Rick Porcello was like Cinderella's carriage. But by the end of the career, he was turning back into the pumpkin. Yes. That... I kid you not, that was like a quote he said on a... On a game... I think it was like 2019, because I was watching it at work, and I was just like, what is Eck going on about? Yep. Yeah, but uh, I definitely would say at this I- point, Dodgers favorites to win the World Series. Just don't uh, have to play like the 86-win Pittsburgh Pirates in the first round, and you guys should be all set.
1: Have they decided how the playoffs are going to be this year? Because after what happened last year, I assume the league's going to change the dates or the way the the first round goes.
0: I think it's the same as of right now. It's going to be the uh, same way because the only rules they changed this year was they're going to widen the uh, base path from home plate to first. And I believe the other one was they're they're lowering the pitch clock from 20 seconds to 18 I don't think there's anything else.
1: Damn, but I... Eh. No, but, like, hopefully... Hopefully, they do good this year. Like, like I don't... I'm expecting around 100 wins like usual, but, like... As long as they do better in the playoffs, like, I'm not trying to have them lose to the Giants this year because they already lost to the Padres and to the Diamondbacks the last two years.
0: No, you, you know who you're going to lose to? you're going to lose to the Colorado Rockies who are powered by the uh, by the power of friendship or something like that. You're going to have Chris Bryant hit a walk-off three-run shot from a uh, from the middle of Coors Field to clinch game number clinch game 4 at Colorado off of Yamamoto in the 12th inning of the game because who knows why? Cuz Dave Roberts was told from his analytics, that Yamamoto pitches best in the 10th to 12th innings because he did it one time.
1: Dang. No, but...
0: And as all that's happening, the Red Sox will be at home on their couches watching the playoffs because we don't spend any money anymore. Because John Henry wants to send, I think it's like, $3 billion to uh, the PGA Tour or something like that.
1: So golf is more important than baseball?
0: Yeah. I mean... Let's look at what's become more important. He hasn't put money into the Red Sox. He hasn't put money into Liverpool. He bought the Pittsburgh Penguins, and now he's, like, investing into the PGA. It's all just a matter of time until that Las Vegas NBA team becomes a thing. And then he's going to sell, like, all these sports franchises just to get his NBA team.
1: Dang
0: I know at one point he had like a racing team too, but I don't know if that's still a thing.
1: Yeah. But like, uh, do you think, uh, do you think any other team will become part of this new, uh, the new money teams? Cause like the Dodgers, the Mets and the Rangers have been spending recently while the traditional powers like the Yankees and Red Sox don't really spend anymore.
0: Uh, I know the Padres tried to be it, and now they're in, like, financial trouble.
1: <laughs> well, the Padres were kind of a special case. Their owner was dying, so he said, fuck it, and just started spending money like crazy.
0: Wait, is that real? Like, the owner, is it? Is it still the same owner? Is he dying, or did he pass he, away?
1: Like, the he passed away already, oh. like, a couple months ago.
0: Oh, so what, he was just telling them just spend, spend, spend?
1: Basically, he was part. It's there's a, the the Padres are owned by a group, but basically he was the controlling owner. If that makes sense, mm. like the one making the decisions. But like he was dying, and I guess he wanted to build a winner before he left.
0: Well, he may not have seen a World Series win, but he got to uh, he got to see the NLCS and get destroyed by the uh, Phillies.
1: Yeah, no. Because did you hear that? Uh, they they were about to to uh, get uh, Aaron Judge as well.
0: I but thought that was the like, Giants. They were,
1: they were no, the Giants uh, were were the ones that Judge was going to pick over the Padres, but the Padres offered them him a significant contract that the, even MLB was ready to void it because uh, they knew uh, the Padres couldn't afford th- that entire team with Judge.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't I I didn't even hear about anything with the Padres going after, Judge. I thought it was just the Giants and Yankees.
1: No, the Padres wanted them too. Like, the guy was desperate to build the winner before he left. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, like, no. the league was ready to void it, because that would have been a, a small market with uh, how many? With three or four $200 million players?
0: Cause what is it? It's Tatis... Uh... Machado, Machado. They had Bogarts. Soto on the
1: team as well. Yeah, Bogarts. They had Soto as well, and then they wanted to get Judge too.
0: Yeah, and then uh, what is it? Doesn't Yu Darvish have a huge contract too? Yep. Yeah, let's let's see what his deal is. He he's going to be thirty seven, and he's going to get paid sixteen million this year, and then after that, it's like twenty one million. Then it's 16, 15, and 15. So he still has like, what's that, 30, 51, 67. Like he still has 83 million across the next five years.
1: Yeah, the Padres were. They're financially ruined for what they did in the two years. They don't,
0: I don't even think they have like many young prospects either because I think they traded a lot of them. They didn't. but maybe like to go back to your question of what team i think could become like this huge spender next maybe like the a's once they're officially in las vegas like i don't i don't know maybe the owner will finally decide to spend
1: i mean and they'll also have the benefit of uh being in a tax-free state
0: yeah but out of the current ones Maybe the Blue Jays would start throwing money around? I mean, their core is all about to get to the free agency, so they're going to have to pay them if they want to keep it intact.
1: Well, they they do have money. It's just who wants to go to Canada?
0: Yeah. I know the Orioles won't spend. The Rays really can't spend. Marlins tried spending once, and that blew up on them.
1: The Yankees want to spend, but... uh... They're not. They're not what they used to be. They're not the this team that uh, all the good players want to go to and get paid to go to. They're not seen as the top dog anymore.
0: The Royals spent a hundred million this off season on Seth Lugo, uh, Michael Wacha, and Hunter Renfro.
1: Yeah, at least they're trying, right?
0: They're definitely going to be a lot better than they were last year. Oh, you know who I want the Red Sox to sign now? Just. If we're going to punt on this season bring in Zach Granke. I want to see him get his 3000th strikeout in a Red Sox uniform.
1: I mean, you all might as well get Bartolo Colon at this point. At least No, he's pitching
0: over in a uh, Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. He's part of the uh what is it? The UAW League or something like that. The the new one that was just started up. Dang. Yeah, he uh, he pitched in the <laughs> he pitched in their first uh, showcase game. What baseball United? That's what it is. He pitched in like the first showcase game, and like you could tell, like he was out of shape for pitching because, like, by the second inning, like you could see all sweat like <laughs> on his face and around his forehead and all that. Yeah, but yeah, I think the Red Sox, we got we got issues. We're going to end up overpaying for Jordan Montgomery. We're probably going to make a trade for another starting pitcher. Uh, Lizardo from Miami, I wouldn't mind going after him. I don't know how much it would take to give him up a, a get for him. You know, I think if we were to trade for a young guy like that who is going to be under control and he's showed to be pretty good, it's going to take probably... One of our top prospects, probably like Nick York and Luis Perales. Damn, Not to mention. So what, are you like, gonna, huh?
1: what are you gonna do when you go to spring training?
0: Uh I'm gonna just kind of watch again. Part of me is tempted to bring the microphone down there and just do a podcast live.
1: But if you see people like the GM or guys from the staff? Are you going to ask them to try?
0: Well, I got I got to talk to a uh, Bloom last year for like fifteen minutes one on one, so that was that was interesting.
1: What would you tell him this year?
0: Well, he's he's gone now, but I mean, last year I I mean I went up to him. I mean there was a fence separating the two of us, but I went up and I just said, "Hey, I wanted to apologize for." Uh, booing and being rude at winter weekend I go at the time my emotions were running high because you know Bogard's left and I said but after that some of the moves you made I thought were good you know and I'm and I'm interested in seeing how this team goes and then you know he kind of just talked a little bit about how uh going into the offseason they kind of like made a list of players they wanted to target and like the order of most important and all that And then when some players became available, which they didn't think were, like one being Justin Turner, they jumped right on him because they believed that Turner was probably going to stay in Los Angeles for another year. But the Dodgers decided to move on from him. Yes. So pretty much once they heard that Turner was not going back to L.A., they kind of just made him one of their top priorities. Yeah. Which, speaking of him, you think the Dodgers uh, take a flyer out on him, bring him back in as a as sort of a uh, DH slash older role player, or do you think he looks to go somewhere where he's going to be playing every day?
1: I, I I'm pretty sure he would want to go back to LA, and I would want him back, but I don't know if the front office would want him back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, if he came back to Boston, I wouldn't be upset, but I don't think there's really a fit for him here right now, I mean, because the problem is, if you bring him back, he's gonna DH every day, and I think the Sox want, like, a rotating DH now.
1: Yes. Like, he he had a, he, he had his good run here in LA, but, like... His time came up. Like I don't, I don't know where he would fit. Like he would just basically be a bench guy.
0: If if he went to San Francisco to be a starter, would you feel like upset about it? Like how like Red Sox fans feel when their players go to the Yankees?
1: Not really. No. No. Can't complain. He he had his he had his best years here. Like there's absolutely no complaining.
0: Yeah, I guess. I still think he has another year or two left in him, so hopefully he gets picked up and gets to play every day somewhere. Maybe s-
1: he can for the Angels. Like,
0: Nah. Let him go to, like, Pittsburgh. Come on, Pittsburgh. You know you want to sign this guy. Just bring him in, let him be your full-time DH, and he can uh, help your younger players grow. Maybe. But yeah, I just... uh <laughs> I don't think there's much for the Red Sox. I mean, when we look at it in the offseason, we brought in the legendary Richard Fitz, who everyone is now going by the nickname Dick Fitz, which, yeah, you know, there's that. Otherwise, we haven't done much.
1: When do you expect the Red Sox to be back in contention by?
0: Well, I wanted it to be this year, but I doubt it. I still think if they get Jordan Montgomery and one other like number 3 pitcher they'll be in wild card contention but I don't think they'll be a World Series contender. What they need to do is they need to get they either need to develop a ace or they need to trade or sign a guaranteed number 1 pitcher. And that's like the problem they just don't have pitching. Like their offense is decent for the most part but they need good quality starting pitching. Like, we're not going to be able to survive off of the backs of Chris Sale, which will, he'll break down at some point again. He hasn't pitched a full season since 2017. You know, he, he made 20 starts last year. I mean, I'll take it. If you can give us 25 starts, Chris, that would be amazing at this point. Like, just give us 25 starts. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for a lot. Just 25 competitive starts. But the rest of our rotation, we got, who I'm not gonna lie he's like the bright spot in it I'm looking forward to seeing how he develops cuz he got he got fatigued at the end of this year it's the most that he's pitched all year you know like in a season so I'd like to see him take that next step and become even better other than that we got cutter Crawford who I won't lie I'm like biased towards him I I like him a lot for absolutely no reason other than I just like him
1: do you think Boston's just paying for the last 20 years of success now with a dark period?
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, they they haven't really spent since 2018. And I mean, other guys who could be starters for us, which I hope they aren't, are like Tanner Helk, who I think personally he's better in like a two to three inning bullpen role. Uh, Josh Winkowski, who... The last time they tried him as a starter, he was so-so, but as a reliever, he was lights out for most of the year, so I'm a little bit scared to move him back into the rotation. And then there's Garrett Whitlock, who was lights out in the bullpen, and then they moved him to the rotation, and now he can't stay healthy, because it's almost like, why not just leave good enough alone? Oh, and then there's Nick Pavetta, who, yeah, he's Nick Pavetta. (laughs) So what were you going to say?
1: Uh, I was going to say, like, isn't it crazy that both the Patriots and the Red Sox, th- their dynasties both started around the same time and both teams ended up falling off at the same time as well?
0: Yeah. No, I think, the, didn't the Pats have, like, one more good year? Not really. Yeah, tw- wasn't it 2019?
1: Well, that's the year uh, Brady left, wasn't it?
0: Was it? Yeah, that was I don't know. No, Brady left. Brady uh... left... Before the COVID season, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the yeah, uh, they... that was the year that we got beat in the first round by the Titans. And what was it? The Ravens said something like, "Oh, we're not going to let Derrick Henry beat us," and then that's exactly what happened.
1: Yes. Yes. mm Hmm. No, like... but like you've seen how many ch- championships in those twenty years.
0: Um, so are we talking about just Red Sox or in general? In general, Boston. What is it? Six Patriots. Well, I can't count the first two Pats titles, because I didn't, I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch them. Yes. I, I didn't care for football at the time, so I didn't watch them. I missed the first Red Sox one, too, because I fell asleep during the games every night. So You we were a kid. Yeah, I don't, I don't count counts. that. You we were a kid. So you were a kid, though.
1: It counts. You were a kid.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not going to count those first three. So pretty much I, I got to enjoy four Patriots championships, three Red Sox, a Celtics, and a Bruins. So nine championships since, like, 06.
1: Yeah, but, like, you could deal with a few years of, like, not seeing a couple, but, like, the Red no. Sox will come back. No, we're, we're the city
0: of champions, not the city of We're going to wait and win again. (laughs) Wait. Nope. Celtics are going to win it all this year. Red Sox are going to be the Red Sox. Patriots are going to get like a top three pick, and then they're going to turn it around somehow. And the Bruins are doing whatever puck ball players do. They'll
1: beat the Maple Leafs in the playoffs.
0: (laughs) Do Do they even play them in the first round or however it works? Uh, they're both in the
1: same division, so if uh, if they finish two and three, they meet in the first round.
0: You know, we, we, we're going to get Thomas on this one time.
1: Yes, I know. You can talk about how, how the Blue Jays almost raised his internet,
0: though. Yeah, but I think with that, we're going to call it a recording session for this, because yes. this is actually going to be the longest one. We're at forty-eight minutes yeah. right now. <laughs> that's that's
1: good. And then tomorrow you can have your Yankee friend.
0: Yeah, I'm, ho- Christopher. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, he'll he'll be able to uh, talk about that. I'd like to hear how <laughs> upset he is over this. But, yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you know, you're you're more than welcome to come on anytime you want.
1: Okay, for sure. We got to get Thomas in yeah, there.
0: Yeah, we, we definitely got to get one of. Like the two of us and Thomas just talking, even if it just turns into like a hockey conversation and we have no clue what's going on.
1: He's going to be talking about how the the Leafs, how the Leafs are going to win it all this year, and and then they end up losing to the Bruins in the first round of the playoffs after leading three to zero.
0: Do you think what's worse, losing to the Bruins or losing to the Canadians? Hey. Yeah.
1: It hurts him more to lose to the Bruins because he's seen that too much.
0: Yeah. Was it 2011 that they came back and beat the Leafs or something like that?
1: Yeah. Okay, Don. How do I explain this? So it happened two times. I think it was 2011 and in like 2019 or something.
0: So um, so I was probably egging him on one of those times then. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Let me explain what
1: happened. The Bruins, both times, were leading three to one, mm-hmm. and the, both times the Leafs came back in. They, they came back and tied the series, and both times the Leafs were winning in uh, during Game Seven, and both times the Le- the Leafs lost the series. Oof. That's yeah, why I... Thomas really hates the Bruins.
0: Okay, so if if one of those happened in 2019, I definitely was getting on his case about that because, well, you you know how I am. <laughs>
1: yeah no I remember and I watched one of the games it was funny because he he even called it he said the Leafs are going to come back and then they're just going to lose game 7 I can see it
0: I remember I watched them once uh, not the 2019 one but when they were playing the was it the Canadians in the first round and they were up like 3-1 in the series and they lost yes yeah that, that one was uh, I'm not going to lie a little disappointing
1: it's, it's pretty funny
0: Mm. But on that note, uh, thank you, anyone that tuned in and listened or um, not tuned in, downloaded and listened, I guess. Uh, As I've said, the previous two weeks, there's going to be no new episode next week because of the holidays. But hopefully we get back into it after that. Uh, Again, thank you. Maybe
1: maybe maybe the Red Sox will 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 spend more than a million dollars within the next three weeks.
0: I, I guarantee you, because I'm not going to be able to record for the next week, they're going to make moves, so then I'm going to miss out on talking about it until, like, after it's passed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I also just want to thank uh, Jose for joining and rubbing it in my face about how the Dodgers actually spend money.
1: Hey. It's okay. You guys will get a new owner eventually.
0: I honestly don't know. I think the only way we get a new owner is if like the NBA finally gives uh, Las Vegas a franchise.
1: Mm. But why but like why would uh why would that change ownership though?
0: Because I think they would sell the team to have enough money to back an NBA team and they'd probably want to try and like win in their first season like the uh, hockey team but did wouldn't, there.
1: Wouldn't the Red Sox be worth more than any NBA team in Vegas be
0: exactly so they can sell the Red Sox for a lot and then buy a Vegas team for cheap and then build its value up you know either either that or they'll probably sell the uh, Penguins
1: I think they would sell the Penguins because like the Red Sox would be the one worth keeping because the only NBA teams that you can realistically say would make more than the Red Sox would probably be the Lakers and the Celtics
0: no no definitely the Warriors
1: And the Warriors are their value's inflated. It's the building they're in.
0: No, if you go back a few years, I guarantee you the Warriors are like probably one of like the top ten like teams like value wise, just because of their run for championships.
1: Yeah, but like uh, you can't just trust Forbes either on it. Like even though Forbes says the Warriors are the Warriors are the most valuable team and the Knicks are the second most valuable team. If you put those three teams up for sale at the same time with the Lakers, the Lakers are going to sell for the most and it won't even be close.
0: Yeah, I guess. Cause you're also for the franchise's history and all that. And the location. Oh, speaking of the Lakers, before I actually end this, did you hear yeah. about how they, one of the things they did to convince Otani?
1: What, what did they do? Oh,
0: they had a uh, they had a video m- made by Kobe like years ago when Otani was a f- was first a free agent, but they didn't show it then. They showed it uh, this time around to convince him to sign. That's
1: they they had to yeah, like, like they knew they didn't like, have much of a shot. They huh? didn't have a shot the first time because of the. There was no designated hitter in the National League.
0: Yeah. The first time. So I guess, I guess like back then when uh, he was first coming to the U.S., they had Kobe like record like a video like saying this is why you should be part of L.A. and the Dodgers and all that. But, uh, you know, like you said, there was no D.H. So he went to the Angels. And then I guess this offseason, it pretty much came down to the Blue Jays, the Dodgers and the Giants. And I guess the Giants and Dodgers offered the same exact like contract with the same exact like deferred money, but I guess like yeah, the Kobe video put the Dodgers on top.
1: Yeah, no, but like he was always going to be a Dodger. Like, do you really think he would have gone to San Francisco to play by himself? Because it's it's Listen, not you, like San Francisco. You, you know could've... how
0: I feel about San Francisco. I say it all the time.
1: <laughs> no, but like, why would anybody want to go uh, to that team? Like, if you if they spend a bunch of money, if they spend a bunch of money on you they're not going to be able to afford to build a team around you
0: that is true they're not the dodgers
1: they don't have money like that
0: the dodgers are that depiction of like a rich guy using like a hundred dollar bills to like use as a tissue
1: i mean look we had the worst ownership in the league for like 30 years
0: didn't they go bankrupt or something they, like they were forced to sell the team because of, like, their court issues?
1: Yes, they were. And that was the biggest blessing to ever happen to the team. Hmm. And before that, they were owned by Fox. And Fox didn't like to spend money either.
0: Wait, like the like the news company, Fox?
1: Yes. Rupert Murdoch was the owner of oh, the Doctors okay. for, like, 20 years.
0: Huh. You know, yes, you, guys, uh, of that- you guys have had fire. bad ownership for a while.
1: Yeah. Like why do you think Mike Mike Piazza left? Cuz the Dodgers couldn't afford him even though they are a big market team and they couldn't afford their homegrown catcher. Hmm. Their, their homegrown Hall of Fame ca- catcher. Who was only drafted to the Dodgers as a personal favor from Tommy Lasorda to one of his friends.
0: Wasn't I thought it was Ted Williams who made the uh who asked them to?
1: It was th- they asked Tommy Lasorda. I'm not sure who asked, but th- they asked Tommy Lasorda to do it, and Lasorda did it.
0: I think it was Ted Williams. Ted Williams
1: asked Lasorda to
0: draft him. Yeah, and give him I think, a chance. I think they. I think the story is Ted Williams saw Piazza like swinging a bat once when he was like around sixteen or eighteen or something. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up real quick. Oh.
1: No cuz I know it was Lasorda who drafted him but as a personal favor to somebody.
0: Yes, Ted Williams visited uh Mike Piazza's house when the ki- when he was 16. And he gave hitting advice to him. And I guess he gave uh he asked Lasorda to draft the kid as like a favor.
1: Yeah. Oh Oh, Tommy Lasorda was really close friends with uh, Lasorda's, uh, with uh, Piazza, his dad was really good friends with Lasorda. That's mm-hmm. it, that's the story. Ted Williams told him to to, to continue. Ted Williams, I mean, inspired Piazza to yeah.
0: keep going at it. Williams said that uh, <laughs> Piazza was going to be about 200, and, 200 or 210 pounds and was going to hit the ball really well. And that was just him seeing him as a 16-year-old.
1: Yeah, and even after the the best hitter ever telling them to do that, no team wanted to draft them. They had to convince Lasorda to do it.
0: All right, so actually here's the whole thing. So this is the story. Ted Williams uh, said that Piazza hit the ball harder than Ted ever did back when he was just 16, and he also gave some hitting tips, and then... After high school, Piazza barely hit 100 at Miami, and then instead he went to a junior college. And then he got drafted in the 62nd round because of a favor between Tommy Lasorda and Piazza's father, like you said. Yes. They drafted him just as a favor. They didn't think he was going to stick around.
1: Yes, and the Dodgers lost that Hall of Famer because they had bad ownership.
0: Didn't they trade him?
1: They did, but like, the reason they traded him is they wouldn't offer him a, con- a good contract.
0: Yeah, I remember, wasn't part of the deal I think they brought in like Paul DeLuca or something like that. Gary Sheffield yeah, like, maybe as well. Let's see. Yeah, he was traded yeah. to the Marlins for Manuel Barrios. Oh, they got Bobby Bonilla because of that? Jim yeah, like, I- Eisenrick. Charles Johnson, and then Gary Sheffield. Yes, it. Yes it's not it is like all you guys Fox's didn't fault. get anything of value from it. That's what
1: bad ownership does, and like, look, look at us now. Mm-hmm. It only took two bad owners.
0: Yeah, I guess two. I always forget that Piazza Maybe. ended his career with Oakland of all teams.
1: Yeah, I think he was a Padre too for a while.
0: Yeah. He he played for the Padres in 06, and then he went to Oakland and played with them for one year.
1: And then he still was beefing with the Dodgers because they offered him to do like a bobblehead night or something, and he said no.
0: I don't blame him. He played, what, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. He was there for five and a half years in L.A. Oh, no. Five years in L.A. and then 37 games in his last season with them. And then he played five games with Florida, and then he was with the Mets for, like, most of his career.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. No, and, like, I think the Dodgers tried to make peace with them, and he said no. And then, like, a couple years ago, there was, like, some election, and he said if the Republican candidate won, he would go back to Dodger Stadium and, like, finally make peace. And Wait, so
0: I'm confi- Was he the, saying that because he expect he knew that the Republican wasn't going to win, or was he saying that because he he wanted to see if he could convince people to m- make the Republican candidate win?
1: He was trying to convince the people. Oh, isn't yeah, that tampering? Well, yeah, but like, no way the Dodger fans would ever accept them back because he he had beef with Ben Scully out of all people.
0: How can anyone have beef with? Vin, he was the best announcer of all time.
1: Because Vin was trying to convince him to stay, uh, even with the less, with the reduced contract. But Vin was just trying to help the team out. It's not like he was trying to rip off, rip him off. Because you can't say an announcer is the one writing the checks.
0: what's And then you can't forget that he threw a a bad at um what was it Roger Clemens during the World Series. Yes. All right. Uh, one, all right, so for the third time, I'm going to try and end this this time. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. Thank you again for listening. If you do listen, uh, again, thank you, for Jose, for joining me tonight for this. It's yes. definitely a lot more fun than just rambling by myself. Yes, good night. 27th yeah. man, people. Uh, yep, and again, nothing will be coming out next week. Hopefully, I'll do something for If my calendar wants to open, whatever that week of the second to the sixth is. All right. Thank you again.